Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thoughts on Purpose podcast. My name is Nash Mackey and it is an absolute privilege to have your company on today's episode as it is always. Guys, just so you get the most out of this episode, I strongly encourage you to take some great notes. If you can't do it right now, make sure you do it later, but take some notes on what you're going to learn in this interview and make sure you apply it because it's one thing to learn something, it's a whole other thing to apply it. When you apply, that's how you retain the information. That's what I want for you. I want this information to sincerely add value in your life. So make sure you apply what you learn. Also, share what you learn with other people. Again, that helps you retain the information on a deeper level. Share this interview out with the people you care about and so you get to have a, an impact in other people's lives as well. Speaking being an action taker, guys, if you haven't already, head over to IamNashMackie.com, subscribe, that way you get the opportunity to send your questions in when I interview amazing guests like today's guest, and uh, you get to have your questions answered. And while you're there on my website, guys, be sure to book a free 30-minute one-on-one strategy call with me so you and me get the opportunity to deep dive on crafting a super powerful identity for yourself because ultimately... We never rise above the level of our identity, guys, our self-belief, who we believe we are, what we believe we are capable of. So guys, do yourself a huge favor. Head over to imnashmackie.com and subscribe and book in a one-on-one free strategy call. My gift to you guys. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's interview. Thank you so much for your time and thanks so much for having me, man. Absolute pleasure. So I came across your work on Facebook. So we recently had a chat, but I, I came across your videos on Facebook. And you had a certain fresh energy about you that just really caught my eye. And I began delving and watching your Facebook lives. You were showing up consistently every day. And so I really admired that. And I, I thought to myself, this guy's committed. And I thought, I'm going to check him out. And the more I got into the, your work, I could just see the absolute uh, commitment to delivering value that he had. And that was really inspiring to me. Yeah. So we connected and. I loved your energy. I loved your wisdom and your knowledge. Um, I was actually blown away by it. And so, yeah, I couldn't not get you on an interview and have a chat, get to know you a bit better and uh, share your wisdom with the, the listeners and the viewers. So thank you for being here today, brother. Great stuff. I think this is the end of the interview, right? Because we've said it all already. Yeah, we've said it. We've we finished. That's it, mate. We're <laughs> yeah, going off. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Prosper... Let's talk about profiting from your passion. Now, doing the work you do, do you believe this is something that's actually relevant to people? Because as a mindset coach myself, obviously what I do is help people connect with passion, uh, with their passion, connect mm-hmm. with what inspires them. But do you think it's the right sort of frame of mind to be moving from and actually trying to create businesses from a place of passion versus a uh, just purely out of the sake of uh, pursuing money and pursuing yeah, a, a business for the sake of making money. Do you yes, to- definitely. All right. Mm. So I want to ask you a question first. Mm. Um, when there's a funeral procession or when there's a hearse that's driving, have you ever seen a hearse that's got a trailer behind it? No. Right. So that means when you die, whatever you have bought and whatever you have accumulated on earth, you never take with you. Mm -hmm. Right. So what you're passionate about and what it is that you give out to the world is what gets to stay and you get to work extra hard for it. You know why? Because you know that will create your legacy. A lot of people are trying to go for it for the money. The Mm -hmm. money will come when you've got something to give for it. And so when we're here on earth, we're here to leave and we're here to learn. Mm -hmm. And when you've learned enough, you contribute. And the more you contribute on into society, the better um, the outcome becomes in as much as you get paid in direct proportion to the value that you give to others. Mm -hmm. All right. So at the end of the day, if you're going to hold back to whatever you, you have, um, nobody's going to know of your existence. Nobody's going to know that you really care about um, you know, um, helping others because the more you do it for money, the more corners you cut in order to get to the money real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. And people can smell that a mile away. We yep. now live in a 24 hour box 
where whatever you do, thinking that nobody's going to catch up with you or you get caught up, you know, people will still find out if you're a real person or a fake person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that totally. And it's, it's when you're actually doing something from a place of inspiration, you have like that constant drive. You don't need that an external thing like motivating you, fueling you. You don't need that, that pump up all the time. You're actually, you're driven and it's, it's like a, you, you have a deeper commitment to what you're actually doing. Uh, versus if you're just chasing money, you know, you, you're going to be, your emotions will go up and down and it's just not sustainable. That's, that's what I feel. And have you noticed that with certain businesses you've had to work with? Have you actually seen a distinct difference in the people who are actually running businesses from a place of inspiration? It's like, like you said, it's their legacy versus they are just after the money. Anyway. All right. The market usually decides whether you stay in business or not. Mm. You know, they vote for you like a president with their credit cards and their wallets. Mm. Now people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. And if they don't like you, they don't know you, they don't trust you. All right. A lot of things will happen in terms of them not wanting to do business with you. So you won't last. And if you're not doing things because you really want to, and you're coming from a place of just giving, mm -hmm. you, will soon, you will soon, um, you know, burn out. And yes. with burnout, you will start looking for something else and um, eventually start chasing yet another shiny object. Yep. You stop becoming a master at one thing and people are tired of one click wonders lately. You know what I mean? You're not going to go to um, a brain surgeon that's just had maybe three, four years experience and they've learned all the stuff from Google. You're going to want to know that somebody has tw over 25 years or up to 30 years experience, then they're working on your brain. Yeah. So the world has opened up so much and it's become a global village that you're doing yourself a disservice if you're just going to be chasing the money instead of mastering your craft because yes. people can now pick and choose who they want to work with. So if you're just going to be chasing waterfalls, yes, like TLC says, you know, you, you're not going to get anywhere. Absolutely. I love that. I love that advice. And so let's touch on your story, Prosper, because you're obviously here today. You're, you're running your own business. You know, you're doing an incredible job, having a huge impact through the work you do. What have been the standout moments? I know that throughout everyone's life, there are certain moments that really, I guess, nudge us to become the sort of, the sort of people we decide to be today. What have been the moments in your life that have really impacted getting you to where you are today? Great stuff. Well, my, my whole life has been um, a series of ups and downs being born in Africa where mm -hmm. we had next to nothing. Mm -hmm. um, my parents were, well, a little bit well off because my dad was a cop and my mom was a nurse, but mm -hmm. they also had extended families that they had to look after. So I really applaud them for having done what they did to send us off to school. You can tell my English is a little bit okay. Mm, <laughs> they did their best there. So in one of the schools, um, I got to meet an exchange student from Australia um, that was volunteering. And um, she came and taught us for one semester or one term. And I think I was about um, 13 years old then. So that's almost uh, 20 years ago. So she was teaching us math and she completely changed my worldview. First of all, I'm this kid in Africa that knows nothing, has no hopes, no role models and no aspiration. All I was just going to grow up to be is whatever was available for me. But she mm -hmm. opened me to the world. She showed me Australia existed. We were, um, and, and I just really started aspiring for a whole lot more. Now, she left me with a couple of words that stuck with me for the rest of my life that then constituted the journey of me coming into Australia 11 years ago. She left us with the words that if ever anyone was in Australia to just come and say hi to her. She was just saying that, like everybody would say that when you meet people, right? Mm -hmm. You know? So she didn't realize that she had literally created a monster and I made it my mission to actually come and say hi. And um, yes, Three weeks ago, national TV on Channel 9, they documented the story of me actually meeting her for the first time. Mm. Now, she left 
a message with me that opened me up to know that there is a world out there. People can actually go out and do what they love and it's still work. That then opened me up to, you know, really working hard for me to leave what I, where I was because where I was was temporary. It wasn't permanent, which is like what everybody else might be going through right now. Where you are is, is not where you are meant to be or where you will end. So yes, I, flew all across to Australia um, in 2011 and six years later we're sitting here and we're talking together and I've since um, made an effort to go and visit the lady that made an impact in my life back then and um, we have now um, yeah, communicated and um, yes we, we, we are in touch and guess what she's still teaching she's still doing what she loves and she's still impacting and inspiring other people now it is my mission to pay that forward because what she did was out of her heart, mm -hmm. right? And that's the reason why I'm a consultant that works from the heart. Mm -hmm. I just want that one person to come back to me 20, 40 years later and say, prosper because of you, I did not give up. Mm -hmm. And that it's, it's so true what you say and, and what an incredible story. Thank you for sharing that with us. When people talk to you from a place of, or from the heart or the inspiration, if you want to call that, it's, it's infectious, you know? And, and we, once, you, once you've experienced someone talk to you in, in that way, yeah, I don't think you can help but want to pursue that for yourself because th there's so much more to it and there's so much surface-level talking, so much surface-level communication in the world. Um, so many people out to get versus give. And uh, it doesn't surprise me that she's still do doing it because, like you said, it's her mission. It's who she is. It's her identity. It's, it's, you know, ingrained in her. So, so powerful, so powerful. So what was specifically the message that she gave to you? Like what was, what was, what was some of that message that she gave to you that kind of lit you up so much? The fact that she was young, she was 20, and she had left all that she knew to come and work with us in Africa. Kids that had no hope, no direction, no role models, and she just came in and left a lasting impression. Mm. Showed me that you can work from anywhere in the world, impact as many people as you can, doing what you absolutely love. Mm. That's powerful. So what is the best way people can quickly assess, say the interest they have, and, and assess whether or not that's going to be a profitable right, business. Like what are some steps? Because a lot of people who are highly inspired are often, like they say, spiritually minded. And uh, right. they don't actually have that earthly kind of, uh, I guess, grounding that's, that's needed to grow a business. You know, they've, they've got the visionary mind, but they don't actually have the practical mind to expand a business. So what do people need to start focusing on if they want to profit from their passion? Okay. so. Obviously, your life story, okay, and your um, experience can provide great lessons for other people, but you don't quite realize it yet. Mm. It has so much importance and market value than you ever possibly ever dreamt of, all right? I'll give you a, a small story. My little girl, she's two years old, right? Mm -hmm. And every time we are walking because after I finish work, maybe around five, we take a walk just to exercise and I really want to get her into routine of doing things like that, all right? Um, she probably would trip on her shoelaces, all right? What does that cause her? It causes her bruises, it causes her pain and an embarrassment that she cannot um, stand up. She now wants me to pick me up. So maybe during that walk, I want to be free. I want to swing my arms and I want blood to flow and I need my arms free. All right. So it will only take me two seconds for me to teach her. Right. How to tie her shoelaces. That's yep. only two seconds of my time. And I've bought for me a lifetime of no more nagging, no more whinging baby and a help and, and, and a happy little girl. Mm -hmm. She has also found confidence. She has also found um, a, a, you know, a, a second lease because there's no more bruises. She's no longer getting hurt. All right. So mm -hmm. I have taken the experience that I have naturally for tying shoelaces 
all right, and teaching her and impacting her for the rest of her life. So that's why I'm saying your life story, you might have gone through something that you can teach somebody so that they don't have to fall through and have the same mistakes that you have. So you might have been going through um, maybe a, a, a relationship problem. And then you only realize that all you had to do was understand the other person. Now you can teach other people, right? That are going through the same thing that you went through so that they can avoid that mistake that you did for not understanding other people. Does that, does that sort of make sense? Because we are here, we're here to make a difference in this world. And the best way to do that is actually package your knowledge and what you have experience in and what you have felt and you know how to articulate all right, to other people so that they don't have to, um, you, know, um, you know, go through the same mistakes again. Like I said earlier on, like I said earlier on, we're here to leave, we're here to learn, and we're here to contribute. But we can't, and we all learn from experiences. We can't, um, you know, experience everything, and we can't learn everything. We're going to need other people that have been through what we are going through to help us and you know, cut the learning curve so that we can also learn those lessons. Yes. All right. Now, the big part now is you and me and everybody else that's listening right now, we're always trying to go away from pain. Just like my little girl, she doesn't want the pain of falling down or the embarrassment of, um, you know, you know, if that happens, if she was older in her life, all right? Mm -hmm. So people would pay top dollar to go away from whatever pain they might be going through. And if your solution, if your product, if your experience is going to lessen the, 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 the learning curve that they're going to go through, then you've got something that they are more than willing and able to actually pay for. So mm -hmm. you will be paid and you can be paid for sharing your advice or how to information, especially in any um, business or in any industry. And you can actually build a lucrative business that is profitable and enjoyable. Enjoyable in the sense that you actually enjoy working in the business because you're getting results from people because you're telling them how to do things that you have done before and you actually know it works. Mm. Very, very powerful. So... What are some of the biggest mistakes you do see people make when it comes to marketing their business? People don't want to work. People don't want to connect to the people that are going to be affording them the lifestyles that they want to have. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that every Friday or every Monday or every Tuesday or every Thursday, there's always something new on the market. All right a new shiny object that they're going to follow. And then before they know it, they've left what they were working on before. Mm -hmm. Don't be in a rush. The how will come. The way will come. You need to figure out three M's when you're dealing with your marketing. That is your message, your market, and what media you're going to use to uh, reach out to that message. All right. Mm -hmm. You need to figure out what your experience and your expertise can teach other people and take them away from whatever pain they might be having. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's the message part of it. People don't spend a lot of time trying to figure out who they want to help and why that person should care that they should get that help from them. Yes. All right. So you need to figure out the people, the pain they're going through, what payoff they're going to receive and what outcome you can give them. Mm -hmm. Why should they go with you instead of Sally down the, 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 the road there? What's unique about your product? People don't spend time in trying to figure out that aspect. That's mm -hmm. the message part. Then the market is the people who needs this product? What frustrations is that person going through at that particular time? And why should they actually pay attention? And what would they miss out on if they don't go through with me or follow through my instructions? That's the market. Right? Now, the media is where everybody else is dwelling on. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. I got a story for you. hundred years ago, Coca-Cola was a company that was there, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what their message was? Their message was open happiness. All right? 
Mm-hmm. And then that, that happiness then translated into Christmas. Then they made the whole theme around Christmas red because of the Coca-Cola colors. All right. Wow. Now, how were they sending that message before? They were using newspapers, radios, trucks, whatever media they were using, right? Mm-hmm. Come back uh, 2017. They're still know. with the same message, but the media has changed. The market is still the same. The media is now Facebook podcasts or videos like this mm-hmm. all right so people are so romantic about the media in which they're going to reach to people all right it's like going out to buy a microphone but you can't sing mm-hmm. and hoping that the microphone would 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 make a difference yep yep right so social media is that microphone social media is that stage and people are dwelling on that and once, once they're given two seconds of fame, they've got nothing to say because their message is not concrete. Mm-hmm. Their market is not well um, uh, defined. Mm-hmm. You can't be everything to everyone. You end up being nothing to everybody. How right. do you recommend people pick their platform of choice? Or should we be on every platform trying to be everything to everyone? Right. So my advice is stay in your content lane. People come to the internet to get information. Mm-hmm. Now, if your brand is the provider of that information, they get to know you, they get to trust you, and then they get to like you. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, the way you do that is by not burning out. People need to see your stuff at least six to eight times. And that's why McDonald's and Coca-Cola advertises to you six to eight times so that you, you go and buy a Happy Meal. I love, I love the toys in there, by the way. It's, it's, it's amazing. But... <laughs> The one thing about it is if you try and double into everything else, you then become a one-click wonder, mm. right? People are tired of has-beens. People are tired of people that just show up on one platform and then be mediocre everywhere else. Find out what your strengths are, all right? Mm-hmm. I myself looked at myself and I audited myself. English is not my first language, mm-hmm. all right? So what I did was I cannot write as much, but I can speak it. Because yes. I'm speaking from the heart, right? So as soon as a channel opened up for me to speak what I had read, that's when I started going into Facebook Live. Now, when I do my Facebook Live, it just doesn't end there. I rip out that video and it gets transcribed into a blog. I've already created another content piece. Wow. All right. And then from there, after it's transcribed into a blog, I then uh, put it up on YouTube. That's another content piece. Mm-hmm. All right. And then chop it up a little bit. Sometimes if I'm, if I've got time and make maybe one minute episodes that are good for Instagram. Perfect. I love that strategy. All right. So go in with your biggest strength. And then from then on, you know, try and see you are not supposed to be everywhere. Just be where your customers are. Mm-hmm. All right. Because at the end of the day, different platforms represent different needs for their customers. They don't care about you as a business person. They care about the user. So what Facebook really wants is user, you know, um, a, a good user experience for the, for, the two million, for the 2 billion people that are checking into Facebook every single day. So you wow. got to make sure that the content that you're putting out there is of quality and it's got the stick to itiveness that the people can actually know, like, and trust you through sharing that content um, with, with the people that they, they, they love so they can consume that. So just do the one thing that you're really, really strong at and some of these things you can outsource. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't copy what other people do because you don't know what teams they have behind the scenes. You That's don't wrong. know what knowledge they have behind the scenes or what technology they have behind the scenes and don't be too romantic with one platform just look at what happened in the last two years everybody was being told that content is king and most of it um is 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 really out there on uh snapchat but look at what instagram is doing to snapchat in broad daylight this is the biggest internet heist we are watching right in front of our eyes facebook ripping off everything that was unique to snapchat so at the end of the day we can't be romantic about one particular media that's the reason why i then say have a message that goes to a particular market the media can fluctuate so for someone beginning how do we 
stand out because you know you are competing and like you said they used to well I, I still hear people say it they say content is king and you get people just putting out content for the sake of putting out content versus actually putting out content to add value and there is so much noise in the marketplace how do we stand out how do we as a, as a small business competing with uh, people with million dollar budgets how do we stand out understandable just like we're doing right now mm. All right. You create and you relate to the people that actually want to hear your message. Mm -hmm. Not everyone is your customer. Mm -hmm. All right. Everyone is not your customer. Figure out your tribe, your herd, what they want to hear, what they're going through right now, because your life story, like we said, and your experience is what they're going through. And you're only helping them to bridge the gap from where they want to be and where you are right now. So mm -hmm. you then figure out what content you put out there that is engaging them at the position of where they are, all right? Exactly where they are and then they understand. When they're tie learning to tie their shoelaces, that's when you put in their content there. Mm -hmm. How to tie your shoelaces one-on-one, mm -hmm. right? Now then, everybody else who's a pro skateboarder or pro uh, athlete, they're not going to want to read that. So you're not making noise to them. So if you're putting out content that's engaging, that's informative, all right, you can never annoy people if you're helping them, mm -hmm. all right? People are always searching for entertainment. People are always searching for information. If your brand is the one providing that content, then they get to know, like, and trust you, all right? But don't abuse that privilege, mm. all right? By just putting out stuff that you're, you, you're not in your, in your content lane, like I've just spoken about earlier. Yes. Right? So if you stay in your content lane and if you're inspirational, because there's a lot happening out there right now. You know, um, people are fighting hurricanes. People are fighting everything that is bad out there. Be the person that provides a total different feel. Make it an experience. The way I create my Facebook every single day, I wake up and I'm hearing bombs in Bujumbura, people dying, people crying. I'm from Africa. Somebody got murdered, got raped. It's, it's an everyday situation. Mm -hmm. But I want that when people scroll into my profile, it's like an oasis. Mm -hmm. They'll be in there. They'll be like, oh, well, I'll drink water here. Oh, my God. Oh, this is cool. Do they put the air in here or something? It has to be an experience. And once you, you get in there, people now start associating you with all the good things. Mm. That's where you want to be. I like and that. Keep off of your time. Give, <laughs> give, give. The more you give, the more you get to keep. I want to let you look at the scenario right now. If you've been watching this video, you probably have watched 20 or 30 minutes into this video. Or me and Nash right now, we have frozen a bit of time that is going to transcend us. Mm -hmm. We both gave this time. You gave time by watching this. You gain knowledge. We gave value. The more you give, the more you get to keep. If I was just sitting in my office, this last 20 minutes would never exist in history. Mm -hmm. All right? So that's... Yeah, so that should yeah. be, you see, like what you've just done there, Nash, you've just created. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And the more you create, the more people will relate to you. And the more people relate to you, you're no longer annoying. You become useful. Yes. Yes. What advice do you have that might help propel people to actually get some skin in the game and, and even make some mistakes? Because that's fine as well. There's got to be a why behind it. Because if nothing is moving you, Trust me, you won't wake up and dress up like we, we did today. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I'm not sure if we, we arranged to have all black t-shirts shirt, today. I know, you and you were talking about funerals at the start <laughs> there. <laughs> but, yeah. but the thing is, the, the, the thing is you, you, you've got to have something that moves you. Either it's your family, find something that's external to you that you would feel like if, if you don't do it, their, their happiness their livelihood would not thrive. And who are you to stop that person from receiving your message? Mm -hmm. You're not selfish, are you? So at the end of the day, if you're actually doing something and if your message was going to help somebody live um, a happier existence, who are you? 
to stop that person who was supposed to hear that message from actually waking up in the morning and, 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 and having a good time. Like right now, if I didn't sit down with you, who am I to stop the person that's watching you that's listening right now from hearing what we just talked about? I'm yeah. not that selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We've got to find something, a, a really big reason, bigger than yourself. Maybe it could be your family, your kids, or whatever it is. Or, or, or you know, people that you owe your existence because your being here is just a matter of somebody being very nice. Imagine if somebody cut through to you on, on, on traffic and then that would be the end of you. Do you know what I mean? We are just here because somebody is playing good. So we just got to have to keep passing on that good. Yeah. Imagine if somebody from ISIS or whatever just decides to throw a bomb in Melbourne. We wouldn't be there, would we? Mm. Right? Somebody's just playing good. So you just got to keep putting that goodness back into the world. And the more you do that, the happier everybody else. And there's a better existence for humanity. We're here to live. We're here to learn. And we're here to contribute. So those that are not doing their part, they're letting us down. Yes. They're not just letting themselves down. Mm. That's, I love what you're getting out there. And what I'm hearing is you're actually saying that, I guess, people who aren't out there trying to pursue something greater, it's just mainly because they are thinking of themselves. Because if you're out, if anything that really drives us is usually because we're thinking of other people. Exactly. And when we're not thinking of other people, that's when, you know, those dangerous things like depression, frustration, anxiety, that's when all that starts to creep in too. When we're in our own head, you know, so it's so incredibly refreshing just to get out there, get in the game. Like I said, make some mistakes. It's freeing. You know, it's uh, you only get one life, and uh, mistakes are healthy. You know, I, I don't I actually, I actually struggle to call them mistakes because you know they're just lessons, aren't they? Really, at the end of the day. Yes, that's yes, exactly. That's how you learn because you learn from failing, you learn from trying, and if you're lucky to have people like like Ignatius or myself to just maybe lend you a hand and then make that learning curve a little bit shorter, that would would make your life you know you know profitable and and enjoyable. But just show up because the more you don't show up, the world is never going to hear about you and nobody's going to come and knock on your house's door and say, hey, Nash, it's time. Do you know what I mean? You got to go out there and grab it. I'll be sitting on a zebra right now, butt naked with a bone sticking out my nose in (laughs) Africa. If I did not, um, you know, do do something about, you know, showing up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's like... Yeah, yep. so true. And I've got, I've got a, it's a quote that I can't remember who wrote it, but I, I love it. So basic, but they say no one does your push-ups for you. Oh, exactly. Yeah. The PT won't get abs for you. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So you touched on mentors before and about having someone who can kind of compress time and, and uh, just, I guess, give you a, sh- a shortcut to success by actually learning from them. You and I both get that and, and both of us have had mentors, but... Who have been, apart from that good lady who came to Africa and was your teacher, who else has been someone who's been a standout mentor and you getting to where you are today? Okay. Standout in Australia um, has been a gentleman by the name Steve Brosman. He helped me create what is now called the authority figure in me by, um, you know, packaging my, 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 my words because I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot. I read a lot, but it was not all succinct. Up mm-hmm. until now, I am the online prosperity consultant or the online prosperity strategist. I could have been just a digital marketer. So yep. you need people that have been in the game already to actually just show you what they've been through and how it's worked for them and literally, um, you know, go through like that. But I read a lot. Mm-hmm. Right, so there are some mentors that are, are past present, and some don't even know they're mentoring me. Yeah, <laughs> but I follow their work, and I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm an avid student of life. Yes, right. Yes. The more you learn, the more um, you know that you. The more you know, you don't know stuff. So yeah. it's better to just at least know a few things, and then you just stay hungry and you stay foolish. If you become a know-it-all. Nobody's going to want to have a bar of you. Yes. Right? If you become a know-it-all, nobody's going to want to at least impart some knowledge. Learn from everyone. I learn from my little girl every single day. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I'm learning the aspects of my life that I don't remember when I was her age. Mm -hmm. Right? 
you never know what lessons I could have picked up from my parents at that age that are making me become who I am today. Mm-hmm. So I'm very cautious as in what I tell her, how I say it to her, because she's, she has a two-year-old brain. I have a 34-year-old brain. I've got 32 years ahead of her. So mm-hmm. I can't expect her to understand the way I understand life. Yes. But she started being naughty now. She's skipping ads. We need to talk about that because how am I supposed to make money? All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, she did what? <laughs> uh, that's that's awesome. I love that. Oh wow! So uh, I'm sure you've heard the saying: you need to give up the good to go for the great. What are some of the things you've had to give up in your life to create the life that you live today? Great. It's, it's a bit of a painful one, but I had to give up my family. Mm-hmm. I had to give up everything that I ever knew. Mm-hmm. I had to give up the, the, the comfort, even though I'm doing good right now. Mm-hmm. I spend in the 24 hours of the day, at least four of them reading. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. And I use the Pomodoro effect. I really want to impart this on a lot of people that you divide your day into 30 minute slots. And then you have 25 minutes of that 30 minutes of intensive work. So it could be reading a chapter or reading or, 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 you know, doing something like this or just creating and relating for the people that you're actually doing stuff for. All right. And then you get a five minutes of doing what you love or being on social media or having a drink of water or fixing a coffee. And then you start again. So every 25 minutes, And then if you count them up, if you do four of them, right? Or if you do uh, two two slots of Pomodoros, you've already maybe read for an hour. So I do two of those every single day. And that's the reason why, you know, all right? Yep. So you you now measure what, how you're spending your time. So four Mm -hmm. hours a day dedicated to reading and learning and being uh, nurtured and, and, you know, getting more information. Mm-hmm. And then you give up drinking, you give up smoking, you give up um, all the little luxuries of life. The one yep. thing I haven't given up though is looking good. You know why? Because this is the only thing that brings me closer to my goals. If I don't wake up looking good, feeling good, I'm not going to be able to perform. Yeah, I get that for sure. All right. Sure. So that's, that's the one thing that I haven't given up. But most of the things, the luxuries of Netflix, the luxuries of um, you know, um, going out to parties and, you know, chilling with homies and, 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 mm. you know, barbecues and stuff like that. It's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna give you a return of your investment in life. That's so right. most of the things are not really going to take you anywhere. You gotta put in the work. Mm. Yeah. Completely resonates with me, Prosper. And it's, I guess it's a, a mindset shift that people need to have is because they think, oh, when I'm not spending time with my mates, I'm not, you know, I'm not being a good friend or whatever. But it goes so much deeper. It's actually when you go and do what inspires you, you then, I guess, influence them to go and do what inspires them. But someone needs exactly. to break away. Someone needs to break away at some point to go after. Otherwise, like you, you can stand there and talk about, you know, for, for years, you can spend your life doing that, but you only get one life. And uh, you want to do something that's inspiring. And so you, I, I, I uh, congratulate you for being the one who took the action and uh, made it happen. So well done. Understandable. You, you are doing your friends a disservice every time they call you out to come and have McDonald's at six um, in the evening and you're, you're on the first tram or you're on the first bus or in the first Uber to get there. You're doing them a disservice. Yes. Because later on in life, when they are all sick and tired of being sick and tired, none of you guys are going to be there to help each other. That's right. All right. So you're doing your family a disservice or your future generation a disservice because they're going to need somewhere to start off from. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe my situation is different because I'm a clean slate. I'm yep. the founding father of my generation. So mm-hmm. I don't want that when I'm 92 and I'm, 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 I'm tired of working, my little grandkids come around and ask me, granddad, why did you even leave Africa anyway? I want them to say, whoa, don't you see that? Can you not go and get money from uh, company X? Can you not go and ride horses in the ranch? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm avoiding that question. So maybe I'm an ano uh, anomaly. But I think everybody else, you know, you owe it to yourself and the generations that come before you mm -hmm. to actually do something because this is something that would affect everybody else. We are the most documented generation, period. Mm -hmm. Your parents might be on Facebook, but they're not as active as you are. And mm -hmm. those that came before them, they are not known. So the generations that are going to be after that, when they're trying to search their roots or where they came from, it's all going to start from you. Yeah. Now, you don't want to be that guy that didn't do jack diddly for your generation. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Such a good point. Yeah, like to see you now. They're like, it was because of you. <laughs> yeah, so true. I love that. I'll be seeing all the photos of you sitting down drinking beers and be like, you should have got up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that. You probably That's won't cool. be there to defend yourself because now you've got cancer. Now you've got all the funny diseases that you contracted while you were having a good time. Yeah. Now, who's having a good time now? Hundred mm, percent. I love that. It's it's it's, well, it's the truth. It's it's what's going to happen. So, I think uh, we've already touched on this, but I want to I want to deep dive a little bit more because as me as a as a mindset coach, some people love nice nice shiny cars. Hey, I love good cars, but some people, you know, they'll open the hood and they look at the motion. They'll be able to tell you, oh, it's this sort of motor. I can't do that. But I love talking to people about what's inside there, what's, what's driving them, you know, where's this passion coming from? So, you know, humans, like you said, they're, they're, they're trying to move away from pain toward pleasure or they're driven by inspiration. What do you feel drives you? Is it pain, pleasure, or is it pure inspiration? Oh, it's just a lot of Red Bull in the morning. You what mix that with two parts coffee <laughs> and you start seeing colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that. Um, so, so having come from where I came from, when I came to Australia, I came with nothing but a backpack full of hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. And that then translated into this empire we've created of which, um, yeah, like you talk about cars, you talk about property all in the six years I've managed to have my fair share of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what really, really drives me is I really want in the world to exist a business that I created. I want in the world to exist a book that I've written. I want in the world to exist a building with my name on it. I want in the world to exist a family that whoever they call in that town everybody picks up their phone call. I mm. want that to exist in the world. Mm. So until that happens and in the process, I wake up every single day. I want that for a few other people. So every single day I'm waking up and looking for that one person. Mm. All right. Love that. Love that. All right. And then the more, and then the more there's people that have things that they've put in the world, the more friends I'll have in my later years the more people I have on my funeral. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's a powerful why. Powerful why. Excellent, Prosper. So when it comes to marketing, let's touch on marketing uh, because like I, I, I spoke to you myself, I've been building my own, own online business for a while now and I've learned all the information for all the mindset coaching and everything I do. And that's all fine, but there comes a time where you need to get your business out in the world. Why should people invest in someone who's going to market your business uh, in such a way that you could never do yourself? Like, why is that so valuable? Well, for starters, look at this. I just told you I spent four hours honing my craft, right? Mm -hmm. So every single day I'm buying more information. I'm getting more and more skills and more tactics in the game and I'm testing and learning and knowing all of this. I leave, breathe marketing. Mm -hmm. So what you would spend 30 days doing, I could just do in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So instead of you going out there, wasting that 30 days, you could just buy back that 30 days by actually then delivering what you actually know best, which is maybe whatever message that you have to mm -hmm. the market that really resonates with you. Mm -hmm. All right. Because at the end of the day, we're going to be trying to learn our whole business. And in the process, after learning it, we leave it to the side. And then we want to go in and start marketing again. All of this should be going in unison. Your message going out as soon as it comes out of the factory. 
You know, it's just like a bakery. The buns come out and then they're already on the shelf. Yep. Can you imagine you make the buns and then they're all ready and, and then, um, you know, you put the whole hot cross buns, et cetera, et cetera. And then by the time you sell them, it's August. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you, you're going to really need, um, you know, somebody who's, you know, good at what they're doing to help you that. And at the end of the day, nobody likes buying stuff. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, nobody likes being sold to, but we like buying stuff. So the one thing that then happens is you're going to be really, really quick to want to sell. And that's when you get frustrated because you were not there relating to the people that are supposed to buy from you. Yep. People need to see your stuff at least six to eight times before they engage. All of those are marketing touch points that a lot of us don't do that. We just go in straight for the kill. Yep. yep. All right. Just because somebody swipe right, it doesn't mean they're ready to Netflix and chill. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. So when somebody's in the game like myself, I know what's working. I know what's current. You could have read something yesterday. And by the time we wake up, Changebook has uh, Facebook. I call it Changebook. Actually. Changebook. <laughs> <laughs> Changebook has changed the algorithm. Yep. And then you're going to have to go in and learn it all over again. Yes. Whereas I was there when it was happening and, and I saw it and I already know how to deploy it. Yep. Yep. It's, it's so, so true. And... Yeah. And for myself, like if you are someone who's constantly learning, you're always going to be looking back at your old work and saying, ah, oh, it's just not quite good enough. So I think if you've got a marketer who's actually pushing work out, putting content out for you and helping you put it out as you go, because if you try and put out this big thing that takes you years, you're going to be look, looking back to the start of that program and thinking, oh, it's not that good enough now. or it's not that good because you've grown. But if you just got it out, you would have got results. If, if that makes exactly. some sort of sense. So you, you do need to, and I'm speaking from experience here, you do need to be putting out consistent, consistently, even if it's only at 80%, just get it out, just ship it. And you can always tweak it and improve it, you know? But uh, Don't sell don't hot cross buns in September. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so but in order to do that, you do need someone who is, who's capable of navigating the market. And I think that's really where someone with your skill comes in prosper because like i said in in a few in a couple of minutes on, on on a call with you you gave me some strategies that just opened my mind what you told me in those four minutes was something that even despite studying for so many hours a day i'd never read but your experience here gave that to me and i could just see yeah, it's opened my my mind of what was possible and so it is just invaluable to have someone who is great at what they do and to sit down with them because like we said you are shortcutting your success Exactly. Oh. Mm -hmm. So Prosper, we're going to put some links below this video to your work so people can check you out. But let's just, uh, if you could, where can people connect with you? What's the best place for them to connect with you, mate? Uh, right. I've been working so hard to get a very strong um, internet footprint, mm -hmm. a digital footprint. So first of all, if you just Google my name, Prosper Taruinga, be sure to pick some lunch because you'll be there for a while. Yeah. But <laughs> like but that. um yeah i do have my website for for the digital agency www.livelongdigital.com.au www.livelongdigital.com.au as soon as you land there you can actually um try and see if your website is is, is good and it's got a good uh seo uh, ranking you get that for free and um you can also uh get content tips from me on how to create content that actually sticks content that your audience is going to be um, climbing all over each other to, to read from you every single day and content that you can post every single hour without sounding obnoxious or annoying. Mm. Powerful. Have you, noticed, have you noticed I post by the hour? I, I've noticed you're extremely consistent. I hadn't noticed it was by the hour, but I'll believe it. I'll believe it. After talking to you, I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously with the post, it might not be every hour because we've been sitting here and, and I haven't, but yeah. I've made sure that whenever I can, um, whenever I do a Pomodoro, that's my reward back. So mm. whenever I've read, whatever, I just post it back, put it back into the universe. And then so that it opens up more um, for me um, in the future. Then. Yeah, that's huge. And, and it's a great way to record what you're learning too. So you can always refer back to it. It's almost, almost like a journal in some ways. 
the best part now, the best part about it is Facebook now gives you a way of remembering everything that you've posted. So mm. every morning I also wake up and then I check those things that I posted back in the time. It is actually a tracker for your progress. You mm-hmm. would look at this and be like, oh, wait a minute. This is the day I had that interview with uh, Nash. Okay, what have I done? What did I say? How have I progressed from then on? It, it becomes that sort of silent coach that you need to actually measure your progress because what doesn't get measured doesn't grow. Yes, so true. Words of wisdom from Prosper. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here. I've, I've really enjoyed connecting with you. Are we, are um, we done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, oh. We're going to sign out now. So, um, <laughs> I should have, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure, Prosper. And uh, thank you for your time, mate. And everyone watching this, please check out Prosper's work. He is a, he's a master of his craft. He's, he's put the work in and it shows. And this guy, this guy yeah, I'm just so glad we got to connect, mate. It's, it's been an absolute privilege. There you have it, my friends. I hope you got incredible value from today's interview. Be sure to follow the work that our incredible guest today is doing. Okay, get amongst it, guys. They are up to big things. Before we wrap up, guys, I want to take a minute to acknowledge you. Sincerely, I want you to feel this. I I acknowledge you for being someone who values their life enough to invest the time to listen to this audio. I want you to get the most value out of this. So again, be sure to to apply what you learn. Be sure to share what you learned with other people. Share this interview out with the people you care about. You know, a few years back, I I used to immerse myself in listening to podcasts. I used to listen to three, four podcasts a day as I was working a job that wasn't necessarily that inspiring to me, but I did it. And it's a dream come true for me to be here interviewing people nowadays. And you having you here supports me in my dreams. So that's why I'm really so grateful for you being here uh, and I want to I want to support you even further I want to give you the opportunity again head over to iamnashmackie.com I want you to be part of our, our next guest interviews coming up I want to be, you to be part of our community so head over to iamnashmackie.com subscribe also claim your free one-on-one strategy session I'm really so excited to connect with you and help you build a powerful identity guys thank you for your time thank you for your energy I look forward to bringing you another incredible guest interview. Thank you for joining me for the Thoughts on Purpose podcast.